0: up everybody and welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host Will Feller. My hair's waning I gotta fix that real quick. I know I usually have my hair spiked but not today. Too lazy today but what is up everybody. Welcome back. Today I'm going to be talking about NBA. I haven't talked about NBA in a while and the reason I haven't talked about NBA is because NFL is king first of all. Any sport in the United States, people f- prefer to watch it's gonna be football. Most people are gonna say football, college football, and NFL football over college basketball and NBA. That's just how it is. I'm gonna be talking about the NBA though. Before I do, if you're not following our social medias already, make sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter, which is DW Sports with two S's on the end. Our Snapchat and TikTok is DW underscore sports, and our email is dw sportshow at gmail.com if you guys have any questions. Now, first of all, I think you guys all know I'm a Pacer fan. And let me tell you guys something. When the Colts or the Hoosiers lose, IU, football or basketball, it ruins the rest of my day, right? The Colts started off 1-4. and I didn't think we were going to be in the position that we were today at all. I mean, for the love of the Lord, we're the five seed guys. Indianapolis Colts are the five seed. We started 1-4, and so – I'm very, very proud of them. I know we do have some guys out right now, which is going to hurt us. But overall, I'm very proud of the Colts for, for coming back in that. My Pacers, on the other hand, they they just are so disappointing. Every single season, we're either below average or we're average. Herb Simon, do something about the team, my guy. He said... I love our little team. I love our little team. Bro, we're 13th place in the Eastern Conference. I don't love our little team. The whole Pacers fan base doesn't love our little team. In fact, Herb Simon, let me tell you something right now, bro. The Pacers have had the highest percentage out of any team in the NBA of attendance drop. No fan base in the NBA has had has dropped more attendance at their home games than the Indiana Pacers. It's the same stuff, different year. And I don't know what to tell you because we haven't drafted good in a while. Chris Duarte hopefully can turn out well. But who's your last good good draft pick? Batadze wasn't. Was Paul George your last good draft pick? What about Miles Turner? If the Pacers have never drafted an elite guy since Paul George. Paul George is elite. He was elite when he was on Indiana. He's kind of falling off now, but when he was in Indiana, he was definitely elite. OKC, he was elite, and then his first few years in LA, he was elite, and now he's kind of sinking on a ship. But do something, bro. I cannot stand my team being 13th place in the East, and I don't know what it is. We have a good coach. Rick Carlisle is a good coach. But Seriously, the lack of defense, okay? We have one good defender on our starting lineup. That's Miles Turner, okay? I think we all know that. He's led the league in blocks multiple times. He's a phenomenal help side defender. He blocks so many shots. Perimeter-wise, we are terrible. I mean, teams can score at will when they play the Pacers. I'm surprised Stephen Curry didn't destroy the record on us. He didn't even get the record. He, which, if I was Stephen Curry, I would much rather break the record in Madison Square Garden in the Big Apple in New York on live TV and not in small market, little Indiana, who's never won a title and not historic. And so, if I was Stephen Curry in that situation, I would probably want to break it in Madison Square Garden, too. The Pacers last year, if you guys recall, lost in the last uh, playing game. We got killed at Washington. I thought we were going to go up from there, but nope. We're sinking straight downhill. Players of Indiana went out. For all my Pacers fans out there, let me know. Do you guys think we should blow up the team? Because it's the same crap, a different year. The Pacers have not been good. We've been average or below average ever since we got into that, uh, ever since after Paul George and all of them left. When we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and played LeBron in the heat all the time, that's the last time we were good. Other than that, we haven't been good. We've been trash. And there's nothing else I can say. I mean, we've just been trash. But I also have another rant about the Pacers, y'all, okay? Tell me, I'm a big fan of rooting for teams that's the closest near where you live. So uh, that's, where I, that's where I'm that's where i at. Now, don't get technical with me and say, oh, well, you should like Purdue because, no. My mom went to IU for one year, and then she moved back because her dad got sick. She moved back to uh, UMass, University of Massachusetts, but she did go to IU for one year. My biological dad went there, was in a frat at IU. My stepdad lives at IU for five years he was also there and then my sister is a sophomore at IU currently so I was born a Hoosier fan and even if I got to choose I wouldn't pick Purdue I don't know who would do that but I was IU true and true the Colts and the Pacers were picked for me because they're closest to where I live I wasn't going to bandwagon and I don't like rooting I the St. Louis Cardinals are my favorite baseball team but I don't follow them as much nearly as much as the other three teams I like because I don't like rooting for an out of state team and I also don't like rooting for a team that's won so much and I know that kind of sounds weird but like the Colts and the Pacers I guess I used won five national titles but it just feels so weird rooting for a team that's won so much because I used brought me pain the Colts have brought me pain the Pacers have brought me pain and the Cardinals they sometimes do, but I don't follow them as much. But tell me why. Why I go to a Los Angeles Lakers, Indiana Pacers game, and there's more LA Lakers fans than they're good Pacers fans. I'm, my uncle said, Wow, I'm surprised. I'm surprised so many people booked a flight from California to Indiana to see this game. That's impressive, guys. If you don't get the joke, none of them are from California. None of them. Not not one of them is going to fly from California to Indianapolis, Indiana, to watch the Lakers play the little market Pacers. It's not happening. This is not happening. They're all from Indiana. And I don't understand. Why are you bandwagoning? Bandwagoning to me, it just seems so wrong. Like, oh, I just hate it. It's like just liking a team because they're good. I want the process. I want to go through thick and thin with my team because when my team wins a Super Bowl or a championship or a title or whatever they call it in their sport, it's going to feel sweet to me. I'm not going to hop on the Bucks bandwagon, right, because they won the Super Bowl last year. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to hop on the Packers bandwagon. I will always be an Indianapolis Colts fan. No matter where I live in my life, I – will always be a Colts fan. You can count on that. If I ever move to New York, I won't be a Giants or Jets fan. If I move to Florida, I won't be a Dolphins, Bucks, or Jags fan. If I move to California, which I won't ever move to California, let's just say I did, I would not be a fan of the Chargers or the Rams or the Lakers or Clippers, Warriors, or Kings for that matter. Either like Pacers and Colts are my teams, through and through. But one thing that I did want to talk about, What is happening with the Los Angeles Lakers? I mean, dear God. You have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook on your team. And y'all have won two more games than the Pacers. Two more games than the Indiana Pacers. Y'all, LeBron James might not even make the playoffs. I'm sorry. I get that he's 37, but he's still clearly, clearly capable of it. The dude is averaging – he's having a better year than Steph Curry statistically, right? Anthony Davis, if they had him, they would have a lot better off. But this dude is always hurt for God knows what reason. I literally stopped following his injuries because it's something new. Russell Westbrook had a triple-double the other night. Stan Van Gundy on Instagram brought up a good point. A former NBA coach used to commentate on TNT as well. Sam and Gundy brought up a very good point. He said, just because a player has a triple-double doesn't mean they had a good game. And he's exactly right. I love that quote by Sam and Gundy because Russell Westbrook went four for 20 from the field, right? Like, seriously, who goes four for 20 and still has a triple-double, right? Like, you can have a triple-double all you want, Russell Westbrook, but if you have eight turnovers and go four for 20, that's not a good game, Right. LeBron and Russell Westbrook are the two people right now on the team that has to carry. LeBron's used to it. First of all, LeBron, everybody wants to use that excuse. Like I said, oh, he's 37. I don't care that he's 37. He's the second greatest player of all time. Yeah, I said it. The second. Not the first. He's very, very close to the first. I will give him that. I will give him that. He is very, very close to the GOAT. When he retires, you, you you never know. You never know. He may be considered to go by me when he retires. Maybe. Got to see what he does. If he wins another title, I'll probably consider him to go. I, I'm not gonna, I don't have any Michael Jordan bias or LeBron bias. It's literally just my opinion. I don't have bias towards either one of them. I think Jordan's slightly by a slim margin above LeBron. When LeBron played the Pacers, first of all, what was that dance that he did? You know what I mean? When he hit that shot, he did some sort of like chicken dance. Like, I don't even know what it was. It was, it, dude, it looked just so weird. Like, I was like LeBron. But what just baffles me is seeing how a player can take over a game like that. And I, that's not the first time I've seen it. But against your own team, it's a little bit more harsh. LeBron – has lost some of his athleticism not saying that he's not athletic but compared to his 20s he's lost a little bit of bounce. he's lost that first step and overall he has to find other ways to score that's why you see him leaning towards that fade away um you know close to the paint area out outside the paint in between the three-point line and the paint in the baseline right there area but lebron he was firing threes and I've never thought of LeBron as a three point shooter. Every time like LeBron was on the heat. I always said, let that man shoot the ball because he's not a threat. I mean, he can knock it down. He's like Jordan. He can knock it down, but he's not going to just go lights out from three. Apparently I was wrong. This dude was hitting step back threes. This dude was doing everything in his power to win the game. And guess what? He got away with it. He won the basketball game. Those are the, some of the reasons why I think that he could be considered the goat because he's had a lot of those. I didn't see Jordan play, but seeing something like that alive, it's so hard to tell somebody that you're not the greatest all time after doing that. I still consider Jordan one and LeBron two, but it's very close. But seriously, guys, what is happening with the Lakers? What is happening with the Lakers? For all you Lakers fans in Indiana, you might as well just become a Pacer fan, bro. You might as well just become a Pacer fan because, let me tell you right now, the Los Angeles Lakers aren't winning another title for a while. You're not going to be counting on LaFra James to you another title right now. You're not. The Los Angeles Lakers have issues, right? AD, always glass, Russell Westbrook, West Brick, apparently is what people call him, when he's playing for LA and then LeBron COVID the one way to win the championship I believe is COVID is COVID because there could always be a scenario where the opponent they're facing in the series they have a COVID outbreak and they win Steep stuff like that I think it is the Brooklyn next year though they just got to get healthy like The Bucs, I don't think anybody predicted the Bucs to win it last year at the start of the year. It was really Lakers and Nets, and I'm rolling with the Nets again. But seriously, the Lakers, they just – it seems like they have no chemistry. LeBron is trying to take over. He's trying to carry. Westbrook is firing up shots that he shouldn't be firing up. He's flying down the court. Reminds me of some some college basketball player guards who – Get the ball on a fast break and fly down the court and get it stolen from. It's like even on TV, I can see what are you doing, bro? Slow the ball down. Westbrook does that a lot and turns it over. And besides those three, the Lakers really don't have anybody that's like absolutely dangerous. Carmelo Anthony is a good outside threat, but he's nowhere, nowhere near what he was on the New York Knicks. Not even close. I believe that. The Lakers will get knocked out in the second round, and it's not gonna be uh, it's not gonna be too hard to watch because I hate the Lakers. It's the same thing with the Warriors. When Steph Curry came to Indiana, there'd be so many Warriors fans here. Indiana could have such a better franchise if all y'all bandwagons just join the Pacers franchise. Is it gonna suck? Absolutely. Are you gonna be in pain? Absolutely. But guess what? You want to ask our uh, Detroit Lions fans up north? Hey, Lions and Pistons fans, how you feeling up there? Right? They don't hop on the bandwagon train. They're used to it, bro. They're used to it. I don't like it when people jump on the bandwagon train. It's so annoying. You know how much louder Gainbridge Fieldhouse could be? You know how much the players would like playing for the Pacers more if the fan base was more lovable, if the fan base was bigger and went some more games. Guys, Gainbridge Fieldhouse is half empty in home games, especially the bad ones against, like, the Rockets and the Pistons. Like, those games are half empty, and the good ones, like the Lakers, Warriors, and Nets, half the stadiums filled with the opposing team's fans who aren't even from Indiana. Now, I get if you're like a Cavs fan, a super fan, you need to drive down to Indy. That makes sense. Speaking of the Cavs, they're on fire this year. The Cavs have such a great front office. Their front office decisions in Cleveland are phenomenal. When they won that title with LeBron in 2016, and they went to a few after that and lost to the Warriors, it seemed like they were going downhill, but the Cavs always draft well. Evan Mobley turned out a phenomenal pick. Colin Sexton a pick a few years ago. Turned out pretty well. Darius Darwin is still getting there, but he's he'll get there. I, I don't think that he'll be a bust or anything like that. Cavs draft really well. Unlike my pacers, we draft trash. They draft really well. Cleveland does. And they're on the come up. I it's still early in the season, so I can't tell if they will make the playoffs. But the way that their schedule looks and their division, you got to play the Pacers. You got to play the Pistons. And then the Bulls and the Bucks are tougher opponents, obviously. The Bucks, the Bucks are, I don't know what it is about the Milwaukee Bucks, but the Pacers can't beat them. I was at the Pacer game when the Bucks beat us in Gamebridge Fieldhouse with the Giannis. It was actually the day that uh, Indianapolis hosted the Bucks. The Colts played Tampa Bay Bucks at Lucas Oil. We lost that game. I wasn't even mad about that one. I didn't expect to win that against Brady and them. That was fine. And then the Pacers played the Milwaukee Bucks. So I went to that game with Giannis. We went to Milwaukee and we played them. Actually, no. I think it was in Indiana. We played them without Giannis. And we lost again. Like, I – whenever the Pacers lose now, I just laugh. I used to be in pain whenever they lose, and I used to be mad. But I don't even do that anymore. They are so bad. And I'm going to be in pain probably until my 20s. Then the Pacers won't be finals contenders until I'm in my 20s, y'all. I turned 17 on January 7th. So, three years – I'll probably be like 25 by the time they're finals contenders. For the love of God, like, I love our little team. Really, Herb Simon, really. I, I I really don't understand the Pacers' front office compared to the Colts' front office and another two different sports. But take Jim Irsay and take Chris Ballard compared to Herb Simon and Kevin Pritchard. Ballard and Ursay wiped them. Ballard and Ursay have a different way than the rest of the NFL making moves. Ballard, he doesn't like to give away. Uh, he, he forms a team so there's not a lot of dead cap coming up. And if you're not playing well, he just cuts you. And you don't have any dead cap. So that's Ballard. That's why the Colts have cap every year. And the Colts draft phenomenally well. We had one draft class where that Darius Leonard draft class with Naeem Hines, Braden Smith, that whole draft class was phenomenal. JT, obviously, I hope that we lock him up for a while. I hope, please, Chris Ballard, please make Jonathan Taylor a Colt the rest of his life an Indianapolis Colts for the rest of his life. I do not want this man leaving, right? We had Eric Dickerson before he left. Marshall Falk left. Um So please make JT a Colt. I think that we are Dark Horse super content, Super Bowl contenders unlike the Pacers. One other team I want to talk about in the NBA is the Chicago Bulls. Since when did DeMar DeRozan start playing like this, guys? I mean, seriously, this man is balling out. He's playing like uh, Toronto DeMar DeRozan. You feel me? Like, this man is literally balling out. I don't know if it's the system Chicago has or his teammates like Lonzo and Lonzo i seen somewhere where Alonzo almost got put in a coma by Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid got mad at the call. He didn't see Lonzo, but he was, like, complaining to the ref and he did that thing where he, like, swung his arm in frustration. Dude almost about put Lonzo in a coma. Alonzo bobbed and weaved it, but dude literally almost put Lonzo Ball in a coma. Lonzo is an underrated passer. Like, Lonzo Ball can find teammates all he wants. Lamelo. Everybody wants to talk about LaMelo, especially Overtime. Overtime, bro, why y'all post LaMelo so much? Seriously, y'all. i seen they posted a sus caption before, and, like, they posted something with LaMelo, and they were, like, I don't even know what it was, but they, like, put, like, a heart after it. And I was like, bro, this is just getting out of hand. Like, Overtime, why, why do y'all post LaMelo so much, especially with those sus captions? I've only seen one, but I, I just found falling off of that, bro overtime is getting a little bit weird. But Lonzo, he doesn't get enough credit because his brother gets all of his credit. Lonzo is a very good passer. Zach Levine can do it all. I think that DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine are both both NBA All-Stars this year. And then those three work really well together. Obviously, Vucevic hasn't been available for some part of the year, but He'll come along, and I think the Bulls will easily make the playoffs. I don't even think they'll make the play in tournament. I think they'll be a top six seed. Um, so the Bulls, man, they're fun to watch. When Derrick Rose was MVP in 2011, I thought this man, it, sucks for, it really sucks for him that he had to go down like that. Derrick Rose was going to be a phenomenal player. He had a lot of game winners. He carried the Bulls on his back. I, I was sad to see um, Derrick Rose go down like that. And then he dropped like 40 or 50 on the Tim Rules a few years ago. Very cool to see. Bulls. I actually, if you're going to bet on a team to come out of the – I don't know what any of the odds are, by the way. I haven't looked. But if you're going to bet on a team to come out of the Eastern Conference, knowing the Nets, right, the Nets always have injuries. KD is always injured. James Harden always does something, and then Kyrie, the Nets, the Nets got so desperate to where they allowed Kyrie to come back, and then literally, <laughs> the first day, this dude was released, the first day, the Nets said, okay, Kyrie, you can play, you can play away game for us, and this dude got put in the COVID protocols the first day, <laughs> it was so funny, bro, the first day this dude came out, he was putting uh, in COVID protocols. But knowing the Nets, without Kyrie in home games, Harden always has something going on, and KD has something going on. They're probably the favorite to come out of the East, or the Bucks might be, actually. One of the two. I wouldn't put money on either one of them. I'm telling you now, I wouldn't put money on either one of them. I would put money on the Chicago Bulls because I think that the odds will be pretty maybe plus i'll say plus six thousand again i haven't looked at them but if i if i were an odds maker i would say plus six thousand to come out of the east another team uh i wouldn't put money on the calves like i talked about earlier i nah I, I wouldn't do that another good team in the east i would put maybe the heat again the heat are always the team that is just kind of like a dark horse like When they played the Lakers in that Mickey Mouse Finals, I didn't even watch that Finals, y'all. It did not feel like the NBA Finals. I've seen the same court a million times in Orlando and Disney with that huge TV in the back and the virtual fans. Like, come on, bro. It was just wasting my time. It didn't even feel like the NBA Finals because fans are are seriously important. I, I figured that out after... Uh, quarantine after the NBA got back because it's just so much more fun to watch when fans are loud and they're affecting people. It was a stupid NBA finals. But the Heat, nobody – I didn't expect them to make it to the finals that year. And Jimmy Butler had to uh, had to carry the Heat on his back too like a backpack. LeBron won his fourth there. So I'll put money on the Heat. I'll put money on the Bulls. As for the West, don't put money on the Los Angeles Lakers. And if you already have, I'm sorry. The Los Angeles Lakers got issues. They, yep, they, they, the Los Angeles Lakers have issues. Their issues are bad. And if you put money on the LA Lakers, I will try my hardest to get a refund, even though I know you can't. Because the Los Angeles Lakers have been that disappointing this year. They're going from finals favorites to winning two more basketball games than the Indiana Pacers, who were 13th place in the Eastern Conference. I mean, it's just, it's just sad. On the West, I would put money on the Rockets. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Warriors, obviously. If you put money on the Warriors to start the season, congrats. That was a heck of a bet. The Suns also wouldn't be a bad bet, although I don't think they'll make it to the finals back-to-back years at all. And then if I don't think it would be a horrible idea to put money on the, uh, who am I thinking of the nuggets? Cause I think that their odds will be good too, or the jazz. But then again, I don't think the NBA, so, something makes me want to investigate the NBA's ways. The NBA is so sus. Like, that Draymond Green, do you guys remember that Draymond Green suspension because he kicked somebody? Like, that's the same fish to me. I feel like the NBA wanted the series to go on longer. I feel like the NBA does that stuff to make more revenue, and they do it in finesse. They finesse us. They finesse America in doing it. Like the Sacramento Kings, 2002 Western Conference Finals. The NBA doesn't want the Sacramento Kings in the NBA Finals. They're small market, baby. Since when do small market teams make the NBA Finals? I'm sure the NBA was super thrilled when the Bucs and the Suns made it last year. Two small market teams making it to the NBA Finals. I'm sure they're super thrilled. But to 0-2 Western Conference Finals, Kings should have been going to the NBA Finals, y'all. The Kings were a better team than the Lakers, in my opinion. And the Lakers, they – they got held by the refs. The refs cheated the Kings. NBA doesn't want to see a small market team. I have a fear that the Pacers are going to move. I don't know if the Simons are too lazy or what it is, but I have a fear that if the attendance keeps dropping, the Pacers are just going to move. And I'm not going to have a basketball team to cheer for. Would, if they did move, I would probably still cheer for the Pacers because it would be the same team and everything. And I like that certain team and all that. But I'd probably still cheer for them. But they need to get it together. Herb Simon needs to resign. We need to get a. Uh, we need to get a new. Just wipe the whole staff. Just wipe the whole staff, bro. Besides Rick Carlisle, he can stay. But the Pacers got issues. And one more thing, I want to talk about. Who do you think is going to win the NBA Finals? Because I've heard people say I think it's going to be the Nets. I've heard I've heard some people say the Nets. I've heard some people say the Bucs again. Who do y'all think is going to win the NBA Finals? Way too early predictions, and I don't want to hear anybody say so the Los Angeles Lakers. They got some serious issues. If you say the Lakers, just stay far away from me, bro, because I would genuinely do anything if the Los Angeles Lakers win the Finals. Bro, I know LeBron's on the team, but stay far away from me. If the Lakers win the finals, okay, please don't say the Lakers, but the Bucks, the nets, the warriors, the Suns, all those are good options. Let me know who you think is going to win the NBA finals, because I'm genuinely curious out of all the things that I talk about. I don't think that I know as much NBA as the other things. And I still have a lot of NBA knowledge, but compared to NFL NCAA basketball and NCAA football, I'm probably least knowledgeable in the NBA because I watched it the least. Especially because in the NBA, you can only get a few games a night, if even that. The nights where there's like only three or four games on, I can't watch any of them unless they're on like TNT or ESPN or something like that. So I don't get the chance to watch it that often. But I still have that NBA knowledge. One, because of 2K. And two, I used to play basketball when I was a kid. My dad used to coach me and all that. So That's basically going to wrap it up for this NBA episode, y'all. I hope y'all enjoy. Stay far away from me if you think the Los Angeles Lakers are winning the finals. Yeah. Thank y'all for watching. Make sure you're following our social medias. I'm trying to get a guest on for you guys soon. It's so difficult to get a guest on the show, I'm telling you guys. But I'm trying my hardest. I'll try to push more shows out. I had an issue last week. I had to deal with that's why I wasn't uploading, but. I'll make sure to get more episodes out. I'm going to Florida from January 2nd to January 9th. So I'll see what I can do. I'll try to record our weekly schedule. So I'll try to record that uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and then I get home that Saturday. So I'll probably be here. But you all won't see this background or whatever when I'm in Florida next week. I'm going to uh, Bonita Springs. It's in between Naples and Fort Myers. So if you somehow listen to the show, say what's up to me. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Follow our social medias, and I'm out.